0: Welcome to the Writing to Get Business podcast, where you'll get tips to expand your writing skills. Every week, you'll hear tips and strategies to support your writing. Pat Iyer is your show hostess, a ghostwriter, editor, and author who has written 48 books. Sit back, relax, and listen. Here's your hostess, Pat Eyer. This is podcast number seven, Once Upon a List. Lists are one of the handy writing tools we commonly use and we take for granted. This powerful little tool is an important element of nonfiction books, articles, and blogs. While in fiction, the combination of dialogue and narrative both vary the pace and break up the monotony of large blocks of type, this type of interruption is much more important in nonfiction where you don't have the excitement and drama of a story to carry you through. I'm Pat Eyer. Welcome to this show of Writing to Get Business. Here are some more advantages of lists. They serve to highlight information in a way that the reader can scan it. You know how you feel when you unpack something that you have to assemble. You want a list to guide you through the process. You don't expect it to read like a narrative, you want one, two, three. Why should you use a list? Lists improve the readability of your material. They make it easy to cluster information in a format that can make it quickly scanned. Also, lists are useful for breaking up a long sentence into a more reader friendly format. And readers appreciate a list that breaks the style of the material and creates a more interesting page you can write lists in different styles and I describe these in this podcast everything I say about lists for books also applies to articles here are some tips for formatting lists all lists share one rule in common you should skip a line before and after them. Different types of lists are punctuated differently. Here are some examples of each type of list. First, take a long sentence and convert it into a list. Long sentences increase reading difficulty. Turn that long sentence into a list when you can. This type of list breaks a long sentence into a bulleted list with a comma after each item except for the last one. The items are not capitalized, just as they would not be if they were found within a long sentence. Also note there is no colon after the word including. Here's an example. Productivity for business people is a real concern. You are always juggling different responsibilities related to your business, including bullet, finances, comma, bullet, marketing, comma, bullet, business development, comma, and bullet, supervision of employees, period. Second type of a list is to create a list of items that would not be found in a sentence. Only proper names are capitalized in this type of list. Since this is not a reformatted sentence, there is a colon at the beginning of the list and no period at the end. Here's an example. Many CEOs are entrepreneurs who started their businesses as solos. They were responsible for colon, bullet, product development, bullet, accounting, bullet, hiring, bullet, marketing. Another type of list is long items that do not fit well into a sentence. They can be turned into a list. Create a numbered list with items that are not easy to summarize in a few words. Adding bold to key concepts makes it easier to read each item. The spaces between each item also improve readability. Here's an example. Here are some guidelines for being able to concentrate when writing. Number one, open only one browser or application window at a time. If you're writing a report, only your word processor or text pad should be open. Number two, time your sessions. Don't exceed a 45 to 90 minute writing session, no matter how focused you are, you need a break. Number three, during your break, get away from your task. Get up from your desk, walk around, get a drink or a snack, give your mind a rest. Number four, be prepared ahead of time. Do your research during a different session than the writing session. That way you're able to concentrate on your writing. Number five, block off time for email, telephone, and social media. Don't distract yourself when you're trying to write. Remember and apply these basic principles of composing and formatting lists, and you'll find them to be invaluable in a way to share information in an easily digestible form. Now, I'll move on to a specialized list, the listicle. If you're wondering about the origin of this word, it's a combination of list and article. Yes, I know, a new word crept into the English language, like so many other words that make sense as our culture changes. You've read countless examples of listicles. 21 ways to save your marriage. 5 surefire ways to lose weight. 12 reasons to sell your home. They're all headlines or titles that announce a listicle. When done right, a listicle can be entertaining and informative. Choose a popular or compelling topic coupled with a dramatic title, and your listicle will get attention. Do it wrong, and you'll get no or negative attention. The best listicles either serve as springboards for more detailed information or make the reader think. I'll describe how to do this. Listicles can be used in both books and articles. Some people think they're the curse of the writing world. Others think they're the best things in spell check. They can be either. It's all in how you write them. Listicles can be easy to write. If you're predominantly left-brained and thus prefer logical, sequential thinking, the listicle will work very well for you. If you are usually right-brained and you're writing from a tight outline, you have your listicle categories already formed. Those who don't like listicles say that the ease with which one can write them may lead to the shallow presentation of ideas. They have a point. Imagine this title. Five ways to achieve peace of mind. Are you ready? Number one, turn off your cell phone. Number two, don't talk to anyone you don't like. Number three, read an inspiring book. Number four, turn off all your electronic devices at least an hour before you go to bed. Number five, don't argue with your spouse. There's basically nothing wrong with any of these suggestions except possibly... The unrealistic premise of the second item, don't talk to anyone you don't like. Tell me how to do this short of embracing everybody you encounter. This list, however, doesn't tell you how to do any of these things. How do you avoid arguing with a spouse? Experts have written whole books on that subject. In fairness to the listicle, most of them are longer than five items. Many of them, however, come up light on the content scale. They're often a symptom of lazy writing, and they encourage that habit. Listicles need weight. The inherent structure of a listicle can serve a writer. It can provide information in a structured form. However, it needs to be more than a collection of subheads without further content. Too many listicles are the equivalent of fast food. They don't encourage you to think. Instead, they offer pre-digested information. This problem is not insoluble. You can use a listicle as a writing point and a starting point and expand on each item with some useful information. Using the list I just gave you as an example, Provide some detail on how to overuse a cell phone and how that can have negative effects. Turn around the second point with some ideas about how you can learn to tolerate people you don't like. Give examples of some inspiring books you've benefited from. Provide some data about how walking away from your computer in the evening can help give you a better night's sleep. List some constructive approaches about turning arguments into useful discussions. Always remember that the reader has chosen to read your article instead of many others. For that courtesy, you owe him or her content of value. Here's my summary of key points. Number one, lists are handy features we take for granted. They break up text, add visual interest, and satisfy people who like to scan text. Number two, each type of list is formatted a little differently. Number three, a listicle is an article or blog that summarizes key points in a list format. Number four, a well-written listicle is informative and entertaining. A poorly written listicle is light on content. Number five, left-brained, logical thinkers find it easy to construct a listicle. Number six, always give value in your listicles. In my next podcast, number eight, I cover newsletters. Is it worthwhile to use this type of writing to get business? How is a newsletter different than a blog? We'll delve into those points next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Pat Iyer's resources for writers at writingtogetbusiness.com. That is W-R-I-T-I-N-G-T-O-G-E-T-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S W-R-I-T-I-N-G-T-O-G-E-T B-U-S-I-N-E-S.com. Coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs work with Pat so they can get more business by writing and sharing their expertise. Check out Pat's resources on writingtogetbusiness.com.